Hi, hello, welcome back. This is Celia's Corner. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about my thoughts on creating ideas or starting businesses that you feel will help people. Um, And just my experience with trying to incorporate essentially like my ethics or morals or missions into capitalism um and 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 essentially just being ethical in business and like you know not trying to screw people over um as it relates to like the entertainment industry as it relates to tiktok um the tiktok ban and yeah if you want to email me because i think i'm going to be i think i'm going to be putting a sort of headline that might attract more listeners than usual um you can at celisecorner at gmail.com so that is c-e-l-a-i-s and then c-o-r-n-e-r at gmail.com or it's just the name of the podcasting it's like the name celisecorner and then at gmail.com all right let's begin i'm back um well not really i have some thoughts and Sometimes this is this is a slight random thing. I don't want to start off on random things. I pretty much just want to get straight to the point. But I want to say this. Sometimes it's like, oh, do I want to start a YouTube channel? Oh, do I want to start this? And I talk with my friends and it's like, I wonder if half of making like this media is you just wanting to talk to your friends versus actually making a channel or actually making a podcast. Like sometimes I'm like, oh, I want to talk to all these people about it. And I'm like, do I really mean I just want to talk to my friends? So should I call my friends? You know, so random thought. Okay, let's begin. I am frustrated and I won't get into like random, I won't get into like rando stuff, you know. Um, but right now I've been working on like a few projects as it projects, businesses, whatever, whatever, ventures, whatever words, you know, whatever words you want to use for people who have failed. <laughs> Whatever words you want to use for people who have failed in said ventures. Um, so I can't call it a business, but, you know, essentially. <laughs> that sounds so sad. Um, so essentially, let me close my laptop. I was working on two things as it related to up-and-coming creators and influencers. And I'm sure, as you all know, you know, TikTok, you know, got, got hit with the wild, you know, executive order. We are going to remove this platform Also, they've been in talks of like Microsoft um, buying up the U.S. operations and then still running the platform and they're going to just be buying up all the data and all the IP and all this stuff, um, which I can talk about later. Um, But essentially, I've been working on two projects that it's just like one of the biggest purpose or the biggest it's not even like inspirations. Obviously, it's 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 not a nonprofit, right? Um, But one of the biggest, obviously, goals of me going into those ventures was to work with up-and-coming creators um, and essentially give them... One of them is to help diversify an income source that does not involve them working with brand deals, right? Um, And it's nothing nothing long-term. They could buy the IP if we help, like, make it. Um, and they can buy it, they can keep it. If they don't want to do anything with it, they can do whatever. We were having like all these, all these sort of options, but essentially what it is, is just 
essentially like collaborative merchandising um, and not even like hoodies or hats or anything like that, but even deeper because I have a background in manufacturing, um, specifically ethical and sustainable manufacturing, and then also production of just other things, other things that you could think of like music or CDs or vinyl. So that's a background that I have and I was just working and working and working on this and reaching out and reaching out. And a lot of people said that they were interested and then I would, they would be like, so what are the details? And I'm like, okay, so, you know, we're looking at something like Ivy Park-esque, you know, this is what this would entail. It's like an income shared agreement. Obviously, you know, if you don't, if, I, I don't make money if you don't make money. Um, and, and just kind of, there are other things that come with it, but, you know, gave them the details and then it's just like crickets, right? Um, which I'm going to talk about in a second, but let me mention what the second idea is. So the second idea is, um, so after kind of, doing customer discovery and just talking to some people because like one thing okay so in conjunction with the merchandising thing that I have experience in I also as it might imply I also have experience with just talent development um where we've obviously signed like you know longer term contracts if you ever signed a you know management contract or, or to an agency um I can't speak on agencies like that but you know you're getting into a sort of you know percentage share contract of some kind where they're helping you develop yourself and get you opportunities etc etc and so I had been reaching out to black TikTok creators and originally it well someone on my team and I um we were reaching out to black TikTok creators um because we were like yo we just want to ask you some questions right um, obviously the, the, the meetings themselves were confidential, so I'm not going to be mentioning anybody's names or anything like that, but we were talking to some pretty big people. Um, yeah, yeah. Pretty influential people that I'm sure if you're black, if you're, if you go on TikTok, you probably couldn't, you probably might recognize one or two of these people. Um, but I'm not, I'm not, this is not, you know, I'm not going to be disclosing who that is because they did not consent to that or anything like that. But long story short we were conducting these interviews. We were getting these notes, the meeting notes, and essentially the po- the goal of us doing this is because we were just like, I know how to do stuff. My team knows how to do stuff. This company knows how to do stuff. And this is black owned and it's fucking black run. And we've also worked on like this business side of things. So we know like corporate, we know corporate culture, which is not black culture. And we know how to reach out to these people right and get on the fucking phone with these people and you don't (laughs) like I don't know how else to say that you don't and I don't know how to also say this but for all these creators that are coming up they're especially if they're black it less than like I would almost say one percent I was gonna say five but I think that's generous less of one percent y'all are not gonna get access to management y'all are not gonna get access to the resources that you would ever need to be completely frank to be able to move spaces on your own and I've said this to people for months I've said this to people I've said this to people and for some reason people don't listen I will elaborate on this but it's this idea of like moving alone and it's a fallacy Beyonce does not move alone I hope you see I, I I'm gonna get into this Beyonce does not move alone she's never moved alone and she she did not what is it started from the bottom now we're here like that's not how that worked right she's a very hard worker and she's also a consumerative collaborator I believe is the phrase but she has never moved on her own. It wasn't just like, oh, out of my own volition, I have now appeared here. Like, no. Like, there are a lot of people that have contributed to the essence and platform and 
I don't want to say deity, but I, I'm, I'm being more like joking there. But like, you know, like who is Beyonce? And I'm bringing her up because I just feel like a lot of people that I think we deify, you know, which I think we deified celebrities. I think like we believe that celebrities are above us, you know, um, and we put them on a pedestal. Um, and some of you might be like, not really. Um, which, you know what? I mean, I don't know you. Um, and even me, I don't, I don't. I don't want to get too far from the start. Don't worry. I didn't get too far. I'm not just, you know, floating away from the, from, you know, what are these two ventures and all that. I'm going to get back to that. This is all related. This is all connecting. Um, celebrity culture, I think is dying. Um, I think we'll always have like versions of celebrity, but you know, I think a lot of people are becoming less, you know, like becoming more and more disenchanted with them as entities and you know but long story short I, I i guess what i'm trying to say is that these people that we look up to and we emulate we want to be with or we want to be you know they have not moved on their own people who are signed to labels do not move on their own <laughs> drake did not move on their own like all these people that i feel like people want to be and be in circles around or be in proximity with they are not moving on their own. Even like these companies, even like these companies, companies and these conglomerates also do not move on their own. Okay, I'm gonna put a stick in that, put a pin in that. I feel like I sound kind of angry and I'm not, but I just, I don't know. I don't know, you guys tell me. Um, I'm not angry per se, I just, I'm reflecting. I was getting some work done. Today's Saturday, I was typing up some stuff, sending out some emails and I just felt like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? Like, okay, okay, so let me go back to, what is the second idea? So essentially it's like, you know, worked in management and I'm like, bro, we're never gonna be able to sign like 50 fucking people, you know, or, uh, well, not, that's not true. But I'm saying that we wouldn't be able to sign like 500. Like, let me let me just give a comparison. Yeah, so we're not gonna be able to sign like 500 people. We're not gonna be able to sign even like 50 people at a time. I feel like even with talent management companies, like unless they're really big and they have a lot of like funding pool, and there's some names of agencies like APA, you know, um, uh, CEL, you know, like, you know, these really big agencies or, or some of these big talent management, you know, houses, like they're not probably even going to be carrying more than like 50 people. And then if you're like a huge agency, it's probably like, it's probably like maybe a hundred, a little over a hundred to maybe 300, but they, and, but it's only 300, right? Could you imagine how many creators there are, how many, you know, artists there are, you know, like so like few, like 300 people in comparison of people that are making waves of influence and creating these things, up and coming people, they are not gonna be signed to these companies. And so I said, you know what? And I mean, yeah, you guys, I don't want, okay. Sometimes I feel like, oh, should I be worried if someone wants to take my idea and run with it? I don't know if I care, <laughs> like, um, which I, we can talk about later. But essentially it's just like, yeah, let's split this up and let's make these services available for you like let's make these services available for these up-and-coming creators who frankly might not even be in your best interest to sign like it's okay to be independent right it's okay to not be with a label which independent in terms of like music and then versus like just talent and influencer can kind of mean different things so um please just keep that in mind um people can be independent but have like a manager right in the music industry or you know um so just kind of just you know i just kind of want to make that distinction um, so yeah, it's like, we were like, okay, let's just split up these services so that people can pick and choose, you know, what they need help with without needing to sign 
some sort of long-term contract. Like, how cool would that be? How cool would that be for you to help to, to get access to like an information fucking broker on how you can get a, another income stream or like, can we work on something that can get me another income source without a brand deal? And you don't know where to start. You don't know where the fuck to get this information from. But we have information brokers. And some of the people on my team are information brokers. And they're in the field. I just talked about merchandising. I just talked about music. I just talked about, you know, things that, you know, I I haven't delved into it. But, you know, album sales and all these kind of things that you would not know. You would not know if you're not, if you haven't done the work and you don't have the experience. And you know what I mean? That goes back to something that I said in the beginning, which is like, this fallacy of oh I'm gonna do everything I'm gonna do everything on my own and that's how I'm gonna rise and that's how I'm gonna change my view of my platform and I'm gonna do this that's not real like that's not real and so if you are a creator and you ever come across this um especially if you're black right because I I is it implied like have I said black I I don't know I feel like some people can say like oh you're not black because of the way you talk but I'm like I feel like it's maybe implied I also think like the my podcast picture is of a scene like a Cartoon Network show of some black girls like I don't know if that was not already clear I am in fact a Negro (laughs) if it was not already clear I am in fact black yes yes welcome welcome right uh please take a seat take a seat don't don't interrupt the lecture um so there is this strong fallacy I feel like running And I think we know, I think there's like a large stigma, I think for even black people who it's like, oh, you didn't do this on your own? You use nepotism? Ooh, tsk, tsk, how dare you? And I'm like, that's, but it's it's like, I think it's propaganda. I think you were sold a lie. Why do you want to struggle and do everything on your own? You don't need to be an influencer for me to ask you this question because I feel like this comes up a lot. This comes up a lot if you're in college, if you're trying to get an internship, you're trying to get a job and you're not getting it. You don't understand like some of your peers, even in the way that they do their schoolwork. I, and I think I mentioned this in a previous podcast, I majored in something in STEM, like a hardcore STEM, you know, major and all these fucking Asian kids, like Listen, like all these Asian kids, like all these East Asian kids, they knew each other. Most of them knew each other. Let me not, let me not, you know, that's like the asterisk. Obviously they all don't all know each other. Like obviously not, but like most of them in my department knew each other and they had test banks. They had quiz banks. They could ask people shit in Chinese. They could ask people shit in like Mandarin. They could talk to their Japanese friends. Be like, yo, what do you know about this exam? And just all this other shit that I didn't realize until, I didn't realize this until like sophomore, junior year where I was like, oh my God, like they have access to like homework banks, like whoever the fuck had the answer. Like I wouldn't say that they're producing the same answer, but they're literally all working with each other and sharing answers so they can get the same grade. They're all studying with each other. They're all breaking it up and studying with each other. They all have each other's numbers and ride around in their Range Rovers and go to their, you know, elite apartments, you know, to work on the homework shit and get it submitted. And it's just like, it's unfair. You know what I mean? It's obviously, it's like, I don't, I was the only black, I was the only black person in that department. Um, and I did end up making some friends with like some white people, asterisks. Uh, no comment. I don't want to, that's, this is another cool story for another day. But then I, it's like, I got into those circles with kind of these white people and like some of these white Jewish people in my department and, you know, white Jewish people and like, 
the engineering department and I found out I was like yo they have like a full they are out here sharing like full like they are sharing full material you know I'm whispering because like I kind of want people to not hear this (laughs) but it's just like whoa 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 like whoa 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 um so it's just like when i talk about nepotism and kind of using your connections to work together as a collective to move forward as a collective i feel like it's stigmatized in all areas of like everything so it's not even just in like oh people dfi like you know look up to they they dig into they they kind of live in celebrity culture and so I want to be like that it's not like they don't just do this in the entertainment industry of like you should feel bad that you didn't do things on your own it's also I feel like in other aspects in your job in your work in your school in your fucking art if you want to make art if you want to start a fucking mechanic shop if you want to start a nail shop people want to convince you oh no you need to do everything on your own you want to do people's nails you want to put in people's lashes they're like no 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 you shouldn't be collaborating with people that's so lame you should do it all on your own and then your business fails because you, cause you, you blew $5,500. So going back to this TikTok thing, you guys, I've been reaching out to some people and I don't know all of the responses yet, but one person got back to me and they were like, oh, I'm not actually, you know, as interesting as this sounds, I'm not really looking for, you know, management services. You know, I'm not looking for help, you know, like that. I don't really, you know, which is like fine. You know what I mean? You're going to get a lot of no's. Um, you know, oh my gosh, <laughs> imagine if someone's like, oh, so this person's going on a rent because someone told them that they didn't want <laughs> to work on their service, they didn't want to buy their service, that's funny, um, stop laughing at my pain, um, that's not it, that's not it, but I could see how that could be perceived, but no, I'm, no, I've gotten a lot of no's and a lot, like, I'm not pressed, you know, I'm not pressed, please, don't, you gotta listen to the crux, you gotta listen to the meat of, like, what I'm saying, the cake, the cake, you know, you know what's been going on with the cake slicing. Yeah, but like you, you pay attention, pay attention to what I'm saying, please. Don't misconstrue, please, please, please. I don't know who needs to hear this, and I'm, I'm, I'm. Uh, this conversation talk, talked about like black creators, because that was who I was focusing on. I was like, y'all don't understand. You gonna be swept the fuck away. You will be swept away trying to do things on your own. Talking about you want to do music and you are not trying to find anybody whatsoever like who can talk to you or give you just some quid pro quo, like just something for something. Like they're just trying to like, bro, you don't need to distribute your fucking music in the way that Spotify is asking you to. Not to say that you can't have your music on DSPs, but maybe you can release music different. Sell physical fucking copy, physical music distribution like physical uh what is it called physical media physical music mediums like cd i don't know i don't know who has a cd player but like you just be surprised like the shit that you can do and i'm working on something i'm working on something right now um that it's it's not a cd um but it's it's something else because i was like i'm gen z i don't have a cd player like i think like my former laptop i do but it's just like i don't buy cds like i don't you know but i was like how can i have like a physical medium of stuff that i can like download the music you know how can I fucking listen to my music because for me personally when it comes to music I like physical copies like I want a physical copy I don't want an album that I bought I can't download it so now I can't download it I can't play it you know if I don't have internet you know just all these sort of things that I think about so 
not really related. So, but if you are black and you're a creator or you're trying to do something and you don't have a platform, you don't have 50,000 TikTok, you know, 100,000, 200, 300,000, 400, a million, you know what I mean? You don't have these sort of platforms. Listen to me fucking clearly. Stop moving on your own. I'm like sick of it in a way that I, I can't explain because the sooner you understand this, I feel like the farther you can go. Whoever lied to you and told you, oh yeah, 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 you should move on your own. If you don't move on your own, you're lame, that's lame, that's washed, wild dub, like your life is a failure, you know, you 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 know, all this sort of shit that I feel like you might believe. That is, throw that away. Okay, I'm telling you to throw that shit away. If you want to, you know, I think like, what is it, the Emmys, um, uh, Emmys coming out and, and people were talking about Issa Rae and like, wow, how did she do this? And from YouTube to HBO for obviously we can all recognize that that was like 1%. That was less than 1%. Like the odds of this happening to like people, like just everybody, like just random, like you, 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 like it's not, it's very rare, like almost improbable. And I'm not trying to be dis discouraging. It's just like, that was just very that's why we can only speak of like one person a few people a few people that we can count on our hands that have been able to move platforms like that for the rest of us okay and i feel like she did the same you know obviously if you look into her story she started working with other people she started working with other writers she started working with directors she said okay from here to here okay we're gonna do this we're gonna publish this here we're gonna ask to we're gonna submit this here we're gonna go from here and get a stipend to work on this and then do that and then keep doing that and keep doing that and keep meet all these people meet all these fucking friends meet all these fucking people and friends that we can bring into the loop and keep moving from one to three to three to seven to seven to eight to nine to twelve we will start moving and that is how Issa Rae got a deal with HBO <laughs> stop moving on your own it is improbable it makes your situation from going from like possible to improbable to like impossible number two moving on your own is a fallacy okay like what people are not realizing is that there's like unfair advantages there's luck there's access that comes with these things that i feel like a lot of people want to get into and do and like, I just want you to understand that. I'm like, I don't know if it's like, nobody wants to tell you people are lying. I don't know what it is. Like, I, I just, for the life of me, like, I just don't know what it is. Like, what, like, why do you believe like you need to move on your own? Like, why? I'm not saying accept shady ass people into your circle. I never said work with a shady person. I never said to work with someone who's shady. I'm saying that you don't need to do things on your own. I'm saying that it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to work with other people that could be considered your peers. Sometimes people reach out to you, maybe you can ask them questions. I had interviews with some people and they were like, and, and I literally told them like, you don't need to sign to an agency and you don't need to sign to management. If you really wanna do this alone, you, you don't need to sign, I should say, a long-term contract for you to be able to get help or to improve certain things on your own. I didn't say you couldn't ask people for help. I didn't say you couldn't select certain services or certain people who can do this specific thing. Something that I think I've discussed on this podcast is how like, I don't wanna do anything. I don't, I don't, I don't wanna know everything anymore. I feel like I have struggled so much like, 
I've picked up just so many things over the past few years despite like my age like I have literally like been picking and then working and then working in these professional settings and then coming out of these professional settings and then going back into these professional settings and just like refining certain skills so much so to the point that I'm like bro anybody who's saying that they're gonna do this on their own that shit is unrealistic you will waste probably 15 years by then it'll be too late who the fuck where the fuck are we even gonna be at the end of this year right not even talk of like five to ten to fucking 15 years like i don't even know what life looks like 10 years from now i'll be like 30 or something i don't know <laughs> like stop moving on your own when people reach out to you and i don't want to say like they're good natured but like when you have like you know when the fucking stars are starting to align and somebody reaches out to you i have to sit up for this because i'm like i'm about to say something when the stars align for you and you finally are getting in contact with people who are like, I'm about to provide you access and I want to help you do one specific thing. Or like, I want to give you access to doing specific things that maybe you are not going to have access to. You have to read that shit carefully. Read it carefully, okay? Read it carefully. Read. Some of you are not professional. I, I don't know, like, and, and I'm not trying to, like, dog on people as well, but this is kind of coming back to what I was talking about, where it's like, we work with talent development. We work, like, with Motown Records. If you don't know what Motown Records was doing, was doing for their signees, please do your research. Honestly, I wasn't alive around before, like, Motown got dissolved, right? But, like, Motown Records was, like, really, really specific on, like, their development of artists you want to be a director okay you do your music over on this side and we're going to start doing some things and helping you pick up things that you can do you want to be in film okay you're going to continue doing this and we are going to start finding avenues and access or classes and things that you need to start doing projects that you can pick up and be a part of some of you are also like not professional and this is something that i've started to like notice and at first i thought i was going crazy i don't know if it's because like I've worked in some of these spaces. Um, and let me just say this, like, let me just be clear. You know, like I said, I, I just mentioned, I don't think corporate culture is black culture, but when it comes to professionalism, right? I feel like there's a reason why people maintain a certain, I don't wanna say decorum. I don't even wanna use that word because it's just like, I'm not trying to imply a respectability politics. I'm not talking about respectability politics. I'm more so just talking about tact and like timeliness, you know, or, you know, knowing how to talk about the people that you worked with. You know, it's just like, you know, the thing with Arrogant Tay and Nicki Minaj, it's just like unprofessional. Him talking about who he wants to work with, Beyonce. Beyonce is never going to work with you. Listen to me. <laughs> Listen to me. This type of behavior is unacceptable and you will be fired. Like, I don't know, I don't know, like, and I'm not, I'm not, Tay is older than me. Like, I don't, I don't, and that's what I'm, I'm saying. I'm saying that I've, like, been in these spaces and I've done the work in these professional and business-to-business -business spaces enough to let you know, Beyonce is never going to hire Arrogant Tay ever in his life. Not Beyonce Carter Knowles. You must be talking about another Beyonce. But if we all think about the same Beyonce Cardinals, she is never going to hire him ever. 
also some of these other clients are probably not going to consider him as well. Because this sort of behavior is unacceptable. And I feel like there's nothing wrong with being laissez-faire. There's nothing wrong with, I think, also being young and, like, the culture of being in the Gen Z demographic. Like, there is, I think, Gen Z culture of, like, we don't really carry these ideals or we don't really care about some of these things. And I understand, but that's not the same of not being able to handle things professionally behind the scenes, violating a non-disclosure, you know, speaking, you know, unless obviously, you know, labor laws were being violated and you need to speak out on it on these things to, in order to acquire justice. But that's not exact. That's not what happened with Eric and Tay at all. So please, you know, so I'm not here saying that if you need to speak out on labor, you know, things that you were discriminated against, things that could be you know, a tip could be given to the Department of Labor, you know, for the United States. Like, you can't do that. That's not what I'm talking about. So, please, don't do that. Don't do that. Some of you are unprofessional and you're not ready. Like, if, if the calling came, if it came for you to get in meetings with agents, if it came for you to get in meetings with directors, if it came, okay, I saw your videos. We want to work with you on this film. We want to do this. We want to work on this project. We like your dancing. You said that you want to choreograph dancing. Okay, we would like you to direct some choreography for this music video for such and such person. Like, with if and when the opportunity knocked, click, clack on your door, you would not be ready. You would not be ready. And some of you don't understand. And I feel like by the time you realize why they had to tell your agent, yeah, that's a dub. Which, by the way, that's embarrassing. That's embarrassing for your agent or for your talent to go and meet up with their fucking and call in their fucking professional contacts only for them to come and say the reason why we're not able to work with your signee is because they are not able to act around other people. Like, you, you, you're not acting professionally. You're not acting in a way that we can all kind of have standards so that we we can manage our expectations about our interaction. That's pretty much what professionalism is. It's just a common ground that we can all start at and move forward with so that we can manage our expectations about the work that we need to do. And the reason why is because we don't know all of these people. I don't know everybody when I go to set. So the whole point of people needing to arrive on time is so that we don't need to, you know, set these weird expectations for people you don't know. That's the reason why they said show up at 8.30. That's why they said don't be late. That's why they said, hey, hey, don't talk, you know, too many curse words or too many, you know, just too many, just too much. It's kind of like derailing our ability to have certain conversations. And I, I don't really care about, like, people cursing. Or, you know what I mean? But you know what I mean? Just doing too much and acting outside of like the barriers when it comes to professionalism. I'm not talking about anything else. It's like that leads to problems because I don't know all these people on set and you don't either. And all these directors, they don't know all you people. So when they said show up, this is so that we don't have to argue with people as to why they're four hours late, right? So that you can avoid problems. Okay, so now I kind of want to say this. Onto the TikTok ban and like something else that I want to mention as it relates to, you know, not wanting to get help, you know, you don't want anybody helping you, you know, you don't want to ask anybody questions, you don't want to, 
collaborate you don't want to work with people in order to like diversify income streams like you don't want to work with someone who can at least help you manage like your fucking emails you don't want anybody to help you with strategy and the content you make to grow your platform to launch into this launch of something else four months on the line like all these things that it's just like you don't want to do i don't want to work at these people i don't want to do i don't want to do but you want to go to point b let's talk about that in terms of the tiktok ban listen to me fucking carefully and i feel like Once again, this is just kind of another thing that I'm talking about, where it's like, these platforms you don't have ownership over. So if you're not able to get fucking crafty and stay on your feet and be a consumerative collaborator and get your head straight and work with people who know more than you, if you don't want to learn all these things on your own, but which, what did I just say? What did I just say? Learning how to know everything is going to take a long time. It is better for you to find selective people that you might have questions. Ask if they have a time to talk. Ask if they have fucking consulting hours. You know what I mean? Don't waste people's time. You don't want to sign. You don't want to pay people a percentage of them helping you negotiating a deal. Okay, pay them to consult with them. Have a strategy meeting. Like... (laughs) What did I say? I said... Knowing how to do everything is like unrealistic and it's also like impossible. <laughs> that's the gag. That's the part that's the part about it. That's the part about people saying to do everything on your own is the fact that one, they probably never did everything on their own. I didn't do everything on my own. I wasn't an orphan. I didn't grow up on from a baby to now on the streets. I didn't know my own name. I know when I was born, there was somebody that raised me. There are things that were passed along and things that I learned from the other people around me in order to avoid potholes. These platforms can switch up any day. You don't control your user data. You don't control your follower data. And that's it. Even if TikTok didn't ban, like, speaking of black creators, they had been suppressing black creator content. <laughs> like, besides the people who were verified and got flown to flown, floppity flopped all the way out to LA for their black history event. <laughs> like, besides that shit, like, besides whoever was on that roster, for all the other Negroes, they were like, yeah, y'all can suck it. When George Floyd passed, They were like, anybody who's talking about this, especially you Negroes. I was going to say another word, but you know, I don't know who's listening to this. So they might be aghast. They might, oh my God, you're using the N word? But I'm just telling you how it is. And even that type of like keeping black people out of spaces, that shit happens in corporate. Corporate, if it's like a business thing that you're trying to do, if it's a company, if it's HBO, if it's Netflix, they do the same thing. They are going to do the same thing. Capitalism is exploitative and unethical in nature. Especially if you are black American. I'm obviously American. I'm speaking, if you are listening to this in your another country, I mean, if you're black, okay, you know, but I'm, I'm speaking, I'm speaking in the context of the place that I am and in the identity that I am in and also in the context and the history of my country. So of this country. So please, you know, please. Don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Um, I'm obviously speaking contextually and specifically. I always have to give a disclaimer. So it's like 
this sort of keeping people out of spaces also happens or people trying to screw you over people trying to keep you out of things people not giving you the same sort of fucking deals maybe you might get a deal maybe you might get a fucking deal to make your own show and then you find out that your fucking extra co-worker the extra the words of bakugo these fucking extras you find out that you're this white influencer co-worker of yours that is a literal extra on a show meanwhile you are like a secondary part is literally being paid ten thousand more dollars than you are Talking about, I want to do everything alone. Talking about, oh, I don't need any help. Talking about, oh, well, it won't happen to me. Like, no, no, no. If this has taught us anything, even if Microsoft buys TikTok and the platform is able to arise, I'm sure in a couple of months, we will be talking about the suppressing of black content. We won't be talking about that soon again. No worry. After everybody, if they don't ban it and they're able to kind of keep it around, let it float, you guys will soon realize, like, Once again, how people keep you out of spaces. And so knowing people who know how to navigate these spaces, knowing people who have access to attorneys, like knowing people who you can ask, knowing people who can fucking consumerate and collaborate with and be a collective and move as a collective is extremely important. One of the things that I was going to, anybody who says that they want to, like if they don't, if they don't ban TikTok from the United States, um, these are the conditions, right? If they don't ban TikTok from the United States, and I'm able to find some of, or any of these people are like, you know what? Yeah, I'm actually interested in this. You know, what services, what, you know, I had a few, I had a list that I gave to them, but there's more depending on their needs, whatever. One of the first things that I was gonna get them to do is I'm like, okay, so you are going to be, you're gonna have a micro contract, right? We're gonna, you, we're gonna have a micro contract where you were gonna let us essentially go to this fucking big ass platform talking about we have two, 200 to 400 million dollars in a fund that we are going to start distributing to creators and i'm gonna ask them to run you your fucking check would you be able to do that if you don't know who to to contact i don't think so and i'm not i'm not trying to sit on a horse a high horse i'm just like come on you guys you guys even doing this on your own if you don't know the legalities if you don't know the right, how to look for these people, if you don't know how to ask, it's like who to ask first of all, and then like how to ask and like what information you need to present and you don't know how to do that, it's a dub. You don't own the platform. You need to think about ways to diversify your reach if you this is something that you wanna do past, you know, a momentary, periodically time these platforms are not made for you which we all know so move as smart as you can and I don't want to say be as savage as you can but move as a collective stop trying to do everything on your own like I'm literally working on something that I'm like all these people talking about I want to be able to move my platform I want to act I want to fucking direct I want to do choreo I want to I wanna be a producer. I want to be a, a sound fucking designer on film. I want to be a costume designer. I want to do all this shit. And it's just like, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. But I'm not doing it alone. I'm not doing that shit alone. And yeah. Um, I'm not... I don't even... You know, when I mentioned the TikTok thing, and this is like part three slash conclusion, so I'll be up and out. I know it's been 39 minutes, but um, 
I think it's really sad. Um, something else that I've been thinking about is just creating virtual spaces and I've just been, I don't know, my mind has been like pretty blank for the past few days. I've just, I've just had this, I, you know, I, I feel like I'm able usually to come up with ideas regularly, but I don't know, maybe it's like struggle, but it's not, well, not struggle, but I was going to say struggle of economy, you know, just, I'm, I'm kind of financially motivated at this moment in time. Hashtag pay the, pay these bills through the recession to, uh, 2021, 2020, you know? So it's just like, I'm financially, you know, motive hashtag I'm getting like I have a job like I have I'm 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 kind of in the work mode right now um and I hate it you know I don't want to think about work all my time and all my life I think it's unsustainable it's unrealistic you know um but it's kind of the mood that I'm at um just due to what's going on I'm gonna be moving soon I don't know where I'm gonna go (laughs) what am I saying where's this going (laughs) she's like wow you said you were working with a company and you said no, no, I'm, I'm looking for a place and I just don't know what all these fucking landlords are doing. I don't know what's going on. I, I really don't know what's going on. Like, I don't know if it's like they're sensing that people are not going to be able to sign a lease if they're trying to get people in like a 24 fucking month lease. I don't know what the fuck's going on in my area. So like, I'm moving and that's kind of stressing me out. I'm like, I'm not signing any 24 month lease. Who the fuck knows where I'm going to be in two years? <laughs> what in the world? Like, what in the world? Um, But... I, I don't know, I'm just kind of thinking about other things and what I was trying to get at is like, usually I have a lot of ideas that I'm able to come up with, but I think it's like the stress that I'm under. I'm not able to come up with just the quickness of ideas or like solutions to help people as I feel like I would. Um, I also kind of want to mention and refer back to the title of this episode, what I said we were going to be talking about. And it's just like kind of following and ending, you know, ending notes. <sighs> It's like, I, I want to help people. I really do. And I don't, I don't want to exploit anybody. I don't want to be in any sort of like, I don't want to exploit people. I don't know. That's it. That's pretty much the sentence. I don't want to take advantage of people. I want to be fair. I want to be fair. And I want to be as ethical as I can in, I feel to be kind of an unethical system, you know, um, especially when we start talking about the entertainment industry and like people, I feel like being a little exploitative with black you know, people and black creators, people not wanting to help, or if they do sign black talent, they'll be talking about how they want like a 25% management percentage of every deal that they help you do. Just like insane, just like crazy, just like crazy, like just crazy shit. And it's just like, you don't even know how you're being treated or how you're being exploited in these spaces. And I don't know, it's just like, sometimes I get frustrated by people, I don't wanna say not knowing any better, Um, but it's just like, you know, checking my copy and checking the way that I'm like reaching out to the people and just trying to be as transparent as possible. But sometimes I'm just really frustrated by like, I I guess I'm really frustrated by, I think, I I guess, what am I about to say? Like, I think I'm frustrated by the internalized anti-blackness of like other black people. And it's just like, dang, you would be left behind. Like... When it's time for people to leave and people to build their own house and sit at their own table, you would be left behind because you're trying to get inside somebody else's house and then move around their furniture as if they won't tell you to get the fuck out or say that you're trespassing. So I I really want you to think about that. If you're someone without a platform, if you're someone just, you know, you make art or you're just, you're an independent, I don't want to say independent contractor, you just have a skill and so people employ you on your skills um 
and people are exchanging with you, exchanging value, transaction value, the either buy money, I don't know, whatever, you know, we can talk about that later. But like just money, whatever, you know, if you're somebody who's without a platform and you're just, you just do your work, you just do your work, you do your skill, you go home. It's just like, I just want to let you know that you don't need to do things on your own and it's okay to ask for help and it's okay to collaborate with other people your other peers it's okay to not move on your own it's unrealistic it's unrealistic you know you know so it's just like (sighs) I feel like I'm trying like I'm trying to be nice like I don't know but it's just like I'm frustrated maybe I'm reaching out to the wrong people um like I don't know but obviously as we can see like not like it's too late but it's just like bitch now they're talking about they getting out of here so all this time that you could have been using to implement strategies to get move your platform and you know what i actually have spoken to some people who are like i actually don't if tiktok goes down like it's a dub it's done and i'm happy and i'm okay with that you know it's been a fun ride but i'm like girl what you gonna do you were getting your checks you were getting some rent checks you know doing this (laughs) as a job like this is your job you know so it's just like I don't know. Keep your job, I guess. Keep your day job. I don't know. Um, so it's just like that's how my, I feel about morals, as it res- as and, and just like my frustration of just trying to be ethical, and it's just like I'm trying to, I'm trying to grab people and add them to a collective and add them to my collective and move like as a group, you know. And I'm trying to combine the skills and like combine my skills and be like, how can I help you, you know? And so that we can push all of us forward. And it's just frustrating to see that, like, I think people are so also wrapped up in, like, their lack of access of information that, like, they won't even go forward with, like, an opportunity of of asking or helping or, sorry, asking or working with someone who knows more than they do and something that they need help with, you know. And it it just kind of makes me sad. Um, I think, yeah, I think that's really kind of, yeah. I think it just makes me sad and I think it just pisses me off. I'm just like, dang, like, I don't know what the fuck is going on, but like, Christ. Um, um, what else do I want to say about TikTok and the ban and just like, hopefully we can learn better from this. Now, if TikTok doesn't get banned and people are able to kind of have their platforms, I just wonder like, what are we going to be talking about? You know, are, are people still going to have like access to growing organic platforms you know this is something that I think about like are people gonna have access to growing an organic platform if TikTok is bought by Microsoft and you know they sell all your data to Microsoft not China child (laughs) no comment um I don't know are we gonna see more and more discrimination we're gonna see more and more black creators getting you know you're not going to be given the opportunity. You know, it's just like kind of all these things that I'm, I'm wondering, like, where is this going to lead downturn? Um, another question that I've been asking my friends and also just people in general is like, what app do you think like is missing? You know, my mind is blank on this. I have no clue. I have no clue. But I have thought a lot about this idea of being able to make virtual spaces. Um, and people spoke about this, like people spoke um, about Tumblr like this, but obviously it's before my time. Um, yeah, I think that's all I'm going to say. Email me 
saliascorner at gmail.com. Please email me and let me know your thoughts. If you know some black creators, if you are a black creator, if you are trying to move platforms, if, you know, I don't know, you just have questions, like comments, like concerns, you know, let's fucking talk about it. I think it's just like fucking ironic because I saw this shit brewing. I was talking to my friend. I don't want to talk about, I shouldn't be saying this, but like I was talking to somebody who I know who, you know, they, they, they know people at the fucking Chinese headquarters. They're Chinese. They're like a huge, huge, huge creator. They, they have like an agent that's in the company, like, um, like an account, like a business account manager because they are a huge creator in China. And like this person has relayed information to me about, so, and it's just like, I saw this shit coming. I was emailing people. I was like, yo, let us talk. Like, let me just ask you come, come questions. Like, what the fuck you want to do? How can I help you before this shit hits the fan? And it's just like, only a few people were getting back to me. And I'm like, God, like, Christ, God have mercy. God have mercy. Like, and then shit is starting to hit the fan. And it's like, damn, like, I know the D'Amelio sisters, like, they're gonna come out fine. Addison Ray, the girl who just got a Spotify deal, like, they're gonna be fine. What about the people who were making the culture? What about the fucking black people who were making the fucking culture? Who make culture in their communities, shared it with probably other people that they thought looked like them, and it got taken and stolen, and then commoditized by white and just like non-black people and now they're out here just like such a sick joke eh um (laughs) what a fucking joke um so yeah uh if you have any questions if you're looking to do something if you have questions commentary um maybe i don't know you need a referral i don't know like what the fuck you need like just what do you want like what do you need like let me see if i can help you that's pretty much it like um contact me email me and i'll forward you to the people's you know i'll find anybody in my circle that is doing something that can help you and i can try and connect you too and introduce you um yeah that's pretty much it that's all i have i think i've fizzled out and this podcast is now fizzled out so ttyl have a great evening um <laughs> and yeah this has been Celia's corner um the tiktok ban everything hits the fan oh that's a nice that's that's i'm a rapper now okay (laughs) bye